Westplex 107.1, good morning to you. Hold on just a minute. Don't go away. It is BS in the morning, and I am B, and she is S. Is that correct? That is correct. Wow, what a team we make. Boy, this is going to be an interesting day today, Shelley. Interesting day. Why? Well, historic day. Well, it, oh, yeah. This, the, yeah. Yeah, we're going to have a president impeached, the third, only the third time in history. I believe it's going to happen. You know, the crazy thing about this is I've given up on listening to the stupid hearings. It's the same stuff over and over and over and over. You know, I mean, you know, yes, it, I do. And, and, and it's like, OK, how many times? And you know what? What bothers me it is finally becomes like the Charlie Brown teacher. Exactly. Exactly. It's to the point where it's like and, you know, and for me, it's like, OK, look, you know, this is why government is screwed up because we didn't send these guys and gals up there to Washington, D.C. to, you know, we sent them up there to solve problems. You know what I mean? Now, some people say, well, the president's a problem. Okay, whatever. But, you know, on your daily basis, okay, when you were driving around today and, you know, in your daily life, you know, that's not really what impacts you. What impacts you is, uh, you know, funding for roads and things like that, uh, that kind of stuff. Anyway, I don't want to get into politics, but it's just one of those things. It's going to be historic. You just can't help yourself, well, well, can you, well, Brad? Well, think about it. Think about it. In, in, well, I guess technically he's the fourth president to be impeached, although I can't remember. Nixon was in the process of being impeached. I don't know if they officially Im- had, you know, sent the articles of impeachment. That's how it works. The Senate or the, the House, you know, uh, uh, sends the articles of impeachment to the Senate, and then there's the trial in the Senate. I can't remember if the House had already done that or if uh, Nixon resigned before that. But uh, essentially, it'll be Trump. I heard that he resigned before he yeah, I guess. Uh, it, well, yeah, I guess impeached. it was. Yeah, but the hearings were already going on. Uh, so I guess it's Trump, Clinton, and is it what? And Johnson, I believe, is not not President Johnson in the 60s, but uh, Johnson back after Lincoln. So anyway, uh, don't want to talk about that. We do want to talk about the fact that it's supposed to be warmer today. Aren't you excited? What is it going to be like? 37? <laughs> it's supposed to be. <laughs> it's a heat wave, it's supposed everybody. To be, it's supposed to be. Get your flip flops out. 33. 33? Yes, 33. I don't think we got above freezing yesterday. So Yes, that's what, we did. Did we? Was it yeah. above freezing? Well, it felt like above freezing because the sun was out. It's 20 right now, so it's cold out th- outside. It is, it is um, tomorrow, cold, yes. Tomorrow, 43 for the high. Friday, 41. Saturday, uh, 43. Sunday, 48. Uh, Monday, 53. And get this, Christmas Eve, 54. 54. <laughs> is this crazy? That's funny. <laughs> this is like today should be Christmas Eve and tomorrow should be Christmas with the temperatures, don't exactly. you think? Exactly. Yeah, not 54, but what are you going to do? Uh, we are BS in the Morning. You can find our website at bsinthemorning.show. Excuse me, not a dot com. That's that fake BS in the Morning out of Los, uh, Las Vegas where there really is nobody named B and there really is nobody named S. There used to be an, uh, a B that was Brittany, but she's not there anymore. Now they have Izzy. Uh, Izzy and Sparks, and Sparks is not his real name. But I have to tell you that Brad is not my real first name. What is? Igor. I'm sorry? Igor. I-G-A-O-R. Igor. Igor? Yeah, Igor. I thought it was 005. Igor. My middle name is is really Kromolarsky. (laughs) Yeah, I'm sure it is. Yeah. And my last name is... Well, it's not my real last name, but my real last name is... Hildebrand is not your real last name? No, real last name is Smith. Igor Kromolowski Smith. You don't believe me? 
<laughs> no. No, that that would be BS, ladies and gentlemen. That's the example of the quality of broadcasting that you get from the show. Now, hold on a minute. Now, that were you saying it's BS? Yes. You know what? Let let me. There's this famous woman that uh, that uh, um, I, ah. I I consult from time to time, and uh-huh. I'm gonna I'm gonna ask her. I'm gonna say, okay, famous woman from time to time that I consult. Okay, my name is Igor Kromolowski Jones. Is that true? I believe that. See? Shelly believes it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that was one of the very few times that, actually, that's not true. I pretty much believe you most of the time, and most of the time I'm wrong, so. Okay, we got a lot of stuff to talk about this morning, but I have two things, and I'll tell you what, we'll talk about these next hour. Uh, One is that I guess there's been some stuff in the news recently about the racist hand signal. Have you heard this? The story about the racist hand signal that there's been incidents no. where uh, supposedly the some of the was the West Point cadets uh, in the Army Navy game that they had recently football game that some of the Westport cadets were were showing the the racist the white racist hand sign. And I keep hearing what, this in the news. What is it? Well, wait till I tell you what it is. You're not going to oh, believe it. Oh, that's for next hour. Yeah, well, next hour. And then we're also going to talk about Tom Joyner. Tom uh, Joyner. This, your cell phone story? No, Tom Joyner is uh, is the DJ who's retiring. He's a famous DJ in our business. And there's an interesting aspect of his life that, believe it or not, I was sort of indirectly involved with. But that's a whole other story. Um, you know. Are you going to share that with us? Oh, yeah, yeah. We'll talk about that next hour. Yay. And, yeah, we'll, we'll talk about all that good stuff. And, by the way, you know what? I was going to say we have a forecast coming up. We don't. That's the next break. So uh, let's take a break. Uh, it is 616. This is BS in the Morning. And on the website, bsinthemorning.show, the Westplex 1071 is the web uh, the website for the uh, radio station. And if you want to listen to the podcast, you can go to bradbs.com. I had somebody yes to me say, well, isn't that, that's not fair that you got a bradbs.com. Well, how come Shelly doesn't have a Shelly.com? Uh, and I'll go, I'll fix that. <laughs> Thank you, whoever said that, really. And, 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 of course, if you are an Apple person, you can go to podcastbs.com. And if you're on your iPhone, I believe it still works on your iPad as well, too. If you have the podcast app on your phone, when you go to podcastbs.com, it automatically launches your uh, your uh, uh, your December app, 17, and you're good 22. to go. Okay. Yes. Uh, take a break right now. It is 617. Westplex 107.1, hold my hand. Shelly, have you ever seen the video for that? I have not. It's, it's one of those videos that's like, okay, it doesn't make any sense. Uh, because, and I'm a motorcycle guy, and I'm a dirt bike guy, and the entire video is her... Uh, with a bunch of dirt bikes flying around on some dirt, going over some hills and things like that. It's like, I don't quite get it. Why does that have to do with hold my hand? But maybe her boyfriend was a, a dirt bike guy. And hey, I got a like hit. like skater boy. <laughs> I got a hit song and I'm going to do a video. How about if I put you in it? You know, I mean, who the heck knows? They do tend to do that. Okay, we're just talking off air for a minute. Uh, what was the date again? Did you have it? Do you have it? Yep. December 17th, it 2015. Was, it was yesterday. I missed it. Darn it. Darn it, darn it, darn it, darn it, darn it. Uh, December 17th. And what was the year? Was it 2015? God, hard to believe. Uh, we're talking about the fact that yesterday, four years ago, right? 2015, so it was the 19th. Uh, so, yeah, four years ago, yep. the Rams played their last home game in St. Louis. And the joke was, I was on the air in our other station in KSOQ, 
And I said on the air, I am almost positive that tonight's going to be the last home game because the rest of the games they played that season were on the road. So, And it was a Thursday night game. So I said, I think I can go down to the game tonight, and I'm pretty sure it's going to be the last home game ever for the Rams, and I'm pretty sure I can get in to the game for free. I can get a free ticket. So <laughs> I go down there, <laughs> and I made myself a little sign. Uh, do you still have that picture? Uh, no, it's not. It's not on this. Okay, I have to find it. This is just. This is the video of Major Apple. Yeah. Okay. I have to. I have to find the the picture of me holding the sign, saying, you know, something like something like, "Hey, tonight's going to be the last Rams home game ever. You know, I want to get into the game for free. Please give me a ticket or something like that." And I walked up and down in front of the stadium. And it's funny because you know, if, if if anybody's been to any of the sporting events recently, you got all the ticket, uh, you know, the ticket resellers. You know, the guys who were you know trying to uh, uh, you know sell you a ticket that somebody gave them, and they're trying to sell you know sell it for big bucks. And I walk along with my sign, and they're going like, "Hey, dude, no way you're going to get a free ticket. You just." buy one. So I stand out in front of, I guess at that point in time, there's still the Edward Jones Dome because they were still sponsoring the the uh, the uh, naming rights of the dome. And who did I run into? The Salvation Army crew. It was there and it was their first night of an agreement between them and the Rams where they were going to be involved with the Rams and they were allowing them to have a bell outside the the, the dome and uh, Major Aho was there playing his trumpet and there were some other people there. There were some people from other radio stations there. It was actually sort of a nice festive night and I got a free ticket and everybody was saying, Lee, how can you say it's going to be the last home game ever? They're not going anywhere. The Rams are going to be here for a long time. I go, nope, they're gone. This is it. Last home game. And they played Tampa Bay, I believe it was. And matter of fact, some people called it the ketchup and mustard game. You know why they called it that? Because they wore red and yellow? Well, they had their alternate uniforms. And the Rams were in, like, bright yellow. And I mean all yellow. Yellow jerseys, yellow pants that matched, uh, I think, even yellow socks. Um, And the Tampa Bay Buccaneers were all in red all, you know, red jersey, red pants, red everything. I mean, like not, and we're not talking like a pale red. We're talking like red, red, and yellow, yellow. You know, like mustard, you know, mustard yellow, and and are more like school bus yellow for the Rams, and, you know, bright red for the uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And, Which, uh, you know, is yuck. Yeah, and it's, I... It's, it's not an attractive combination. I sat up in one of the sections, and I had some pictures that I took... The section I was in had some people in it, but the row I was sitting in had nobody in it but me. And the section uh, to the left of me, or two sections down, was absolutely, positively empty. And if you remember that night, they were promoting the fact, hey, we're giving away free stuff tonight. Get a free hot dog. I'm thinking to myself, yeah, right, because they don't want, you know, it's the last game of the season, plus they're leaving town. They're selling everything they got, you know. (laughs) And the sad part of it was, and I hated to be a skeptic, but I was right. But that was because, and you know the story, I had inside information. I had inside information from, at the time, we were running uh, the uh, Kansas City Chiefs on this very radio station. And I had in some inside information from one of the higher-ups in the Kansas City Chiefs. Is that He told me this three years before. He says, Rams are gone. That's how we ended up with the Kansas City Chiefs in a radio station. And he Is told it me, really? Oh, yeah, yeah. He called me and told me. He, he called me and asked me if we'd run the Kansas City Chiefs. And there's a rule... In same thing in Major League Baseball, same thing in, in NFL, that you can't, if your team, if your city has a team in it, you can't run 
on radio another city's games. And when he called me, he said, I got that. That would have been 2015. That would have probably been 2010, 2011 when he called me and said to me, he said, uh, he says, hey, we're looking for an affiliate to run the Kansas City Chiefs in St. Louis. Uh, and I said, well, you can't do that. Oh, yeah, we can. I go, how can you do that? He says, we got permission from the Rams. I said, how did you get permission from the Rams? They told us it was okay. So think about that for a minute. You know, they didn't care, you know, because they knew they were leaving. I think they knew they were leaving, like, you know, way back. And, well, he, he claimed this was either, I can't remember, either 2010 or 2011. Um, he, he, knew, he knew back then they were gone. You know, this was the guy from the Kansas City Chiefs, and he essentially said, they're gone. He said, they're going to L.A., you know? And I kept telling everybody that. Well, I, I get inside information. Even at the point I went to the, the, the thing, God, I don't know if you remember this or not, they had a hearing, you know, because part of the rules of the NFL were that you had to go, uh, you know, if you, if you were thinking about moving, you had to have a hearing. And they had a hearing at, I guess it was, I don't know what it was at the time, Keel Opera. I don't know, I can't remember what it was. It's changed names. It was the Peabody Opera House or the Keel Opera House. And I went, and it was all these NFL officials and people from the Rams. It was at Kevin Demoff, I think it was. And they gave a little speech, you know, hey, we're here to hear what your feelings are and the whole bit. And the very first guy to talk was Randy Carricker. And Randy Carricker, and you know who Randy Carricker is? I have no idea. Big time sports guy in St. Louis. He's been on ESPN 101 forever, ever, and ever, and ever. And interesting little sidelight is Randy Carricker was one of my students when I taught it at Lindenwood. So I'll give you an idea how long that was good. So anyway, he was one of my students. And he stood up and gave a very emotional uh, little speech about how the Rams, you know, have been adopted by the St. Louis fans and the Rams shouldn't leave. And he actually started to cry at one point, literally. And people would stand up, and they'd have somebody walk around with a microphone. And right behind me, a couple rows behind me, was was a lady, probably you know maybe in her forties, early fifties, and she was there with her father. And she stood up, and her father was crying, and her father was like you know like eighty or something like that. And she stands up, and she says, "Look what you're doing to my father. My father just loves the Rams, and if you take the Rams away from us, my father will be heartbroken." You know, and I'm going like, holy cow. And, and I'm going like, it was all a charade, you know? You know and, and to the point where even, what was the coach's name? That he was here and then when they and then they fired him after he went to L.A. You know what I'm talking about? Uh, Je- yeah, I do, Je- but I don't know what his name was. Jeff Fisher, who, once again, I know several women who think he's the most handsome guy in the world. You know who I'm talking about? I know, no. I, I know one one woman in particular who told me that she'd leave her husband for Jeff Fisher. And I looked at her and go, get out of here. Oh, no, I'm serious. I think he's the most handsome guy in the world. And what's interesting was once the Rams actually moved to L.A., there were a couple talk shows that they had Jeff Fisher on in L.A. talking about how, yeah, they were working on this. They've been working on this move for five years. You know, and he came right out and said it. You know, that like, hey, you know, the, oh, the Rams are, you know, like, and once again, we were the suckers. We were the suckers. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I do. Well, we were the suckers when they did the PSL. Well, yeah, but you know what? I heard that. It's funny you should mention that because just today I heard that I think that money is is the checks are going out either today or tomorrow. And it's like, I don't know, three or four million dollars. 
So uh, at least some of those people are going to get their money back. I don't know where the thing is. Where you know there was another lawsuit that you could get money if you if you bought the swag stuff, if you bought like you know the the shirts and hats and the you know the pennants and stuff like that, you could get your money back on that too. Yeah, right. Good luck. It's like have you ever been in you ever been involved in one of those class action suits and and you and they get the letter hey congratulations you have won you were involved with a class action suit on and ha- you get like five dollars and sixty seven cents well, no you get a coupon or something like that you don't even get any uh-huh. money you get a coupon for like ten dollars off or something like that and the attorneys just bought themselves you know a new Ferrari you know new uh, new Rolls Royce and a fancy ass house out oh, did I say that a fancy House. Oh my goodness! <laughs> Fancy. Well, I meant I meant uh-huh. a house where you yeah. were a house where you don't board. cast any stones here, brother. No, a house where you board your your donkey. That's a fancy ass house. Didn't you know that? If you have a donkey in your house and it's a fancy house, it's a fancy ass house. Okay. Didn't you know that? <laughs> I actually have a friend who has a donkey for a pet. <laughs> I'm not going to go there. <laughs> we got to take a break. Uh, weather's coming up. Uh, one commercial. Jennifer Foychitsky. She's on the way. 637. Westplex 107.1. Good morning. That's what I just said. She's always jumping in on me. She's just like Shelly. She always tries to butt in you, doesn't she? <laughs> no, actually, she's she's right and I'm wrong. That's that's the whole stupid thing. I'll admit it. I screwed up. Uh, anyway, it is Westplex 107.1. That is who uh, the radio station is. That is Brad. I am Shelly, and we do the show in the morning, and it's called BS in the Morning because there's a B and there's an S. And there's lots of BS. <laughs> no. Come on. Why would you say totally. that? Why would you say that? It mostly comes from the B. No, 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 no. Never, <laughs> never, 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 never. It's going to be a cold day. It's already cold. 20 degrees right now. Um, are you tired of this cold weather? Are you tired? Oh, is that a question? Yeah. Are you? Um, I, I'm pretty much tired. Well, it's, it's, it's not I'd even- rather have it this than being 100 degrees where it sits there and sucks the breath right out of you. No, me. I'd rather have 100 degrees any day. I mean, because here's the thing. No, with not you me. can you can You can easily take off more clothes when it's hot like that, okay? And you can, you know, find a place in the shade. You can go put a fan in front of you. You can go to, you know, in your car, turn on the air conditioning. You turn the air conditioning in your, in your house. Uh, and, you know, unless it gets to be like 120 degrees, uh, you know, you're going to be okay. But yeah, but when it's cold, you can sit there and put more layers of clothes on. You can turn up your heat. You can put blankies on. You blankies. can go in my car and put your heat seater on heat. Yeah, your seat heater on. I mean, it's perfect. Okay. I'm going to I'm going to tell you something which you're not going to believe. Okay. I'm looking at. There's a shocker. I'm, I've got the app here in the studio for my thermostat, so I can read what temperature it is. Okay, guess what temperature it is here in my studio. What temperature? Guess. Guess what temperature it is. Forty-one. Oh, wow! <laughs> it's actually forty-eight. It's warmer than you thought. <laughs> wow! But I knew it was cold. Bobby Day would love this this studio. Young Bobby Day. He's a guy I worked with years and years and years and years ago. First thing he did, walked in the studio. I don't care if it was middle of winter. Walked in the studio. He took the thermostat, pushed it all the way down to the left as far as it would go, which would be like 50 degrees. And it would freeze up the air conditioner. Always had problems when he was on the air. And, I mean, he, he could not. He would get upset if the temperature was above 60 degrees. And Maybe that was part of his chi. His chi? Yeah. Like in Cheech and Chong chi? No, chi, C-H-I. 
C H I. That's yeah, the that's thing Chicago. That you mess with me about all the time. That's Chicago. You just huh? No, C- C- no, it's yeah. not. C H I is Chicago. Yeah, M D W is 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 Midway. C H I, I believe, is the uh, identifier. Isn't that isn't that what the identifier is for Chicago? C H I. No. What is it? I don't know, but it's not. Well, I'll find out. But um, I anyway. Regardless of that, um, it's maybe that was part of his routine. Maybe that was part of, you know, like for example, I worked for the government, right? Right. And, um, I, and I have government. And there story was to a tell gentleman, you. yeah, that never washed his coffee cup. Oh, gross! <laughs> and I know. In thirty years, he drank black coffee, and he never washed his coffee cup. So, and somebody washed his coffee cup. Yeah. And he almost had a heart attack, and I, uh, I'm not lying. Okay, dumb dumb question. So in other words, when he drank his coffee for the day, did he dump the old coffee out and wipe it out? Or did he just leave, like, old coffee in there? He just he just sat there, and he, he, he didn't dump it out. Right. Well, he did when he was done, but he never rinsed the glass out. Yeah, but in other words, in other words, he didn't leave coffee in it overnight. When he was done for the day, he dumped his coffee, and the coffee the the the, the coffee mug was empty, but it wasn't it wasn't he didn't wipe it out or anything like that, right? So he never he never even correct. Wiped, never I, and even, I don't know if he I, Brad. I don't know. I, I I wasn't his keeper, and I didn't sit there, and I was not <laughs> the Shelly, you're the, the guardian one. of the coffee cup. You're All the, I know is that. When they washed his coffee cup, when his coworkers washed his coffee cup, he almost literally had a heart attack. Oh man! And that was part of his chi. And if he worked for the postal service, that could have been really, a, really a terrible thing, right? Postal worker shoots up post office after they wash out his coffee cup, right? Well, no. Nowadays, it you know you never know. Yeah, but <laughs> people are crazy nowadays. Nowadays, uh, he would file like a sexual harassment suit or something like that. You know that you were you were you know you were antagonizing him that you were you were uh, you know teasing him that you were you know uh, you know uh, workplace uh, uh, you know workplace bullying you know well well they said I had to have a clean coffee cup and what's wrong with my dirty coffee cup they they cleaned it out and I just lost control right <laughs> yeah you never know just you know slid, slid the cheese off my cracker oh and btw chicago o'hare is o-r-d o-r-d okay um and, and From the smartest woman in the world god you are i have a government employee story that i have to tell but i can't yesterday of how <laughs> man i'm telling you talking about Lack of service, and I was at a government installation yesterday. Was it a federal government installation? Oh yeah, or oh, yeah, 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 federal. And uh, and uh, really, oh my God, I can tell you this story. It was unbelievable. And the people, I mean, I'm in line, and I'm asking a question of this particular person, and she has no idea what I'm talking about. And I even give her a document, and she brings another person over and a third person over, and they're having an argument as to. Well, I don't know. I don't know. You know, and then they all three just walk away. And there's like 10 people in line behind me and I turn around and I'm going, hey, man, I'm sorry. I'm just trying to get something done. One guy behind me goes, hey, man, it's all good. No problem. You know, you know, we we know how it is. We're here every day. And it's at a place and I go, what do you mean you're here every day? Oh, yeah, every day we're here. It's, It's like this all the time. You know, sometimes we're here 15, 20 minutes in line. I go, no kidding. Okay, so did they come to fisticuffs? No. You know, when they walked away? No. They came back and they said, write your name and phone number down here and we'll find out. 
And I thought to myself, I will never hear from them. <laughs> you never know. I will never hear from them. You I, never know. I would be willing to bet you 50 bucks right now that I will never get a call from them. That I Standard will, bet. Yeah, I'll take it. 50 bucks? I, okay, let, here, well, let's put, let's put let's, between now and Christmas, I will not hear from them. They, well, that's not fair. Well, I mean, it would be. Un, it would, they'll probably be on vacay. No, no, it would be it would be open ended. I said, well, never. You know, I mean, you know, we'd have to wait till like you know twenty twenty five. You know, till never I when I die or something the, like that. By the end of the year. Okay, that's a deal. Well, well, here's the thing. Yeah. though. Here's the problem though. Before the end of the year, I will go above them. So if I don't hear within like if I don't hear like by next week, I will take it to the next level up. Not that I'm trying to be a jerk or anything like that, but it's... Uh, I would have started there anyway. <laughs> well, you're, you're smarter than I am, because I thought to myself, I thought to myself, you know... <laughs> I would have, I'm not going to I lie. shouldn't be going here. I should be going right to the, to the, to the top person. You know, yes. and, and I think that's, you know, and I get it. There's layers of government. But, you know, once again, it's to the point where where when you go to like, 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 you know, one of the things when you first started working with me, Shelly, you and it's interesting. People who start out in any industry, uh, they're always afraid that they'll be asked a question that they don't know the answer to. And you said that. Well, what if somebody asked me a question? And what, what did I tell you? Remember what I told you? No, because... Oh, you do remember. I probably didn't do it. I said, if someone asks you a question that you don't know the answer to, don't say, well, I don't know. Say, that's a good question. You know what? Let me check with oh, blah, yeah. blah, blah, because... Let me check with my boss, and I'll get back to you. Yeah, or, or like if you're in a... Which I do quite a lot. Well, but if you're in a business that has a lot of different people, you you say, you say, you know what? That's a great question. And you know what? Joe, who works in our XYZ department, he's the expert on that. And I'll tell you what, uh, let me, uh, you know... I, I got your name and I got your phone number and I got your email address. Let me talk to Joe and I'll get back to you. Okay. And then when you get back to people, because put yourself on the receiving side of that. If you ask someone a question in a business, they don't know the answer and they tell you that. And then when they do get back to you, you go like, wow, they really did that for me. You know, they found out the information and even to the point where, where, you know, uh, maybe you even have Joe call the person and say, Hi, I talked to Shelly today, and Shelly uh, said you had some questions, and I'm the XYZ expert. What can I help you with, uh, you know, specifically? You know, that kind of a thing. But yet, instead, it's like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> okay, by Christmas, you will have heard from them. Well, what, but here's the thing, though. If I go above them, does that throw the bet off? If, like, if on Friday, if I show up at the, at the, the big place downtown, uh, will that throw the bet off? Uh... Here, let's put it. You this. mean if you because Friday this Friday? Yeah, Friday because before you, Christmas. Yeah, because next week is going to be. You know how next week is. Next week, forget about yes, getting. Yes, I know. That's why I thought done. the bet was unfair. Well, you know, well, but once again, I, I'm not going to sit back. I got to move forward on this project. I'm not going to sit back and wait forever. You know. Did you ask them a time frame when they might of, be expecting the call? Of course not, because they're not going to answer me that. You know, they're going to go. Mm, 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 mm. That's when you ask them the question, <laughs> so you know what to expect. <laughs> so you know how to appropriately address the situation and then go above them. <sighs> okay, whatever you say. Did you just heavy sigh me? <laughs> What did, That's something I do. What now? Did I did I did I, did I do what? Because you make me heavy sigh a lot. Did I do what? Um. <laughs> um. I, I just did that. Stop it. 
Ain't nobody does that. <laughs> I love that man. Ain't nobody does that. <laughs> that is like the best commercial ever. I, it really is. I talked to him yesterday, and I told him we're using it. And at first, he was like, what? I go, we lifted that out of your commercial. And he laughed, and he said, that's smash, by the way. And he goes, hey, man. He says, hey, man, I'm at the, that's cool. I like that. In the smash. You know, it's funny. He calls me, and, like, you know, he's got such a distinctive voice. Like he he was, he'd go, hey, man, this is Smash. And I go, oh, I didn't recognize your voice. You know? <laughs> and, <laughs> and he'll laugh. <laughs> well, when that commercial started first playing, I was like, Smash is on our radio station. Right, 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 right. And, and you know what? Ain't nobody what? does that. <laughs> the whole commercial is mangled and in pieces. Yes. I mean, the whole commercial well, is but, just... But see... See, he, it's a visual in your mind. He has a unique style. He he tells the he gives the word picture. I mean, he's great at that. He does. Yes, you know, and that's you know theater of the mind. Hey, we're way late because of the fact that Shelly just wouldn't shut up. Because you're a chatty up. Kathy. Uh, it's seven o'clock. <laughs> we'll be back. Westplex one zero seven one. We're the first radio station in the country with a geofence signal. You leave the Westplex and you'll hear nothing but. Static, so don't leave. Westplex 107.1. Is it time Westplex to Westplex 107.1. I love it when she flies away in her helicopter. Good morning, T710. It is BS in the Morning. I am Shelly. She is Brad. Our website is bsinthemorning.show. Going to be a cold day today. High about 31. Right now at about 21. So got a ways to go. Okay, Shelly, you there? I'm here. Okay, hold on. i got to turn you up here. Okay, there you are. Okay. Um, talked about this last hour. There's been controversy uh, partly because of the fact that there have been some people on TV who have been flashing the racist hand signal, okay? And I keep hearing this in the news. I think to myself, okay, I don't really know what that is. I mean, I know you give somebody the finger. It's pretty much, you know, pretty much self-explanatory. Everybody knows what that is. Uh, and, you know, if you're like a, uh, if you're a, a Texas, uh, what, the uh, University of UT, you're, you're like the, you know, the, the Longhorns, you do the, Two fingers, yeah, you know, you like do your you know, like, pinky and your right your thumb, you know, the horn, the, the horn thing, you know, go, go horns or whatever they're, go Aggies or whatever the heck they are. Okay, so yeah. I looked this up. Do you know what the racist hand signal is? No, I don't. Okay, it's the you take your finger and your thumb and you put it together as a circle and you hold your three fingers up. Okay. That's okay. Yeah, I know that's okay, but it's not okay anymore. Okay, now here's the reason. I ser- really? I, I swear. I, I and this is matter of fact. I'm reading this off of the ADL.org site. Uh, ADL is the Anti Defamation League, and I believe that's uh, primarily a, a a Jewish league, a Jewish organization that is uh, 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 fighting against um, fighting against anti semitism. Okay, and they explain it, and they have a little graph here, and you're not going to believe this. Okay. When you hold your finger, your thumb, and your you know pointer finger, and you make a circle, your other three fingers go up in the air, okay? And you know what that means? No. It's a W for white. And the circle... That's not a W for white. <laughs> I'm looking at the thing right now, Shelly. I'm not telling in, you. In sign language, that is... Okay, you take your index finger and your... Um, thumb, put it together in a circle. Right. And then the other three are up. Yes, and that's the W. 
you know, like the W. That's and sign language. No, 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 no. I'm saying they're saying that 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 is that that the three fingers up is makes a W. Okay. I'm looking at this little diagram they have right here, and the O, the the the, the you know, like your the O that your 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 finger and your thumb form. That is the center of a P, and the rest of your arm is the P. So as you're like okaying somebody, you're actually saying white power. That's what that. That's what they're saying. Now, here's the interesting story behind it: is that, and it's interesting. The article talks about today and the usage that dates back to at least early 17th century Great Britain. It most commonly signals understanding, consent, approval, or well-being. Since the early 1800s, the gesture increasingly became associated with the word "okay" and its abbreviation "okay." The gesture is also important in the Hindu and Buddhist worlds, as well as in yoga, where it is known as the Madura are the Vitakara Madura, a symbol of inner perfection. The OK hand gesture also forms part of the basis for a number of words and concepts in American Sign Language, like you were talking about. It uh-huh. appears in many other contexts as well. Now, here's what it gets into the thing. In 2017, the OK hand gesture acquired a new and different significance thanks to a hoax by members on a website, 4chan, to falsely promote the gesture as a hate symbol, claiming that the gesture represent the letters WP for white power. The OK gesture hoax was merely the latest in a similar 4chan hoaxes using various innocuous symbols. In each case, the hoaxes, the hoaxers hoped that media and liberals would overact by condemning a common image as a white supremacist. So these bunch of guys decided they're gonna they're gonna essentially punk everybody. So that's the deal. So and I'm going like what about when you sit there and you put your, your three fingers on the bottom and make that sign? I, well, with your index and your thumb, I can't do it. <laughs> that means that means something completely I, I, different. I, you know, I, and I heard this. I thought to myself, "This is unbelievable." I mean, this is like, you know. So, did you realize I, that? I, I disagree that, with that this. Well, well, I do. But this has gotten the big. How stupid! This is the stop big deal. It. I, no, it's not me. I mean, there's. This, I didn't say it was you. I'm just like, stop it. Well, it's goofy because of the fact that that you know that people are going like, okay. So, in other words, like if someone says to you, like if you're driving some way, and you know, and somebody's you know like gives you the signal that hey, you know, pull in front of me, you know, like like I, I was in a traffic jam. Uh, last, yesterday because of a of a of a you know an accident and you know I was in the lane where the the accident was you know in so I had to move over and so if the guy motioned me over he flashes lights and motioned me over so if I would have you know done give him the okay symbol sim, symbol I would have been in trouble for because that was white power. <laughs> I always give him the peace sign. Well, yeah, but somebody will come along. And go, well, that's that's actually victory for victory over oppressed people. You know, I mean, somebody will come up with some goofy thing like that. You know. <laughs> So yes. Well, I personally think that this is ridiculous. So that is the and racist. We just need to stop. That's the racist hand gesture. So, and you think I'm kidding? You don't believe me? Search it, and if you want to see, this is actually a pretty good site. This is the ADL site. It actually goes in there. There's a big article that talks about how uh, overwhelmingly use of OK hands gesture today still its traditional purpose as a gesture signifying assent or approval. As a result, someone who uses the symbol cannot be assumed to be using the symbol in either a trolling or especially white supremacist context, unless other Contextual evidence exists to support the contention. So, what's a trolling? You don't know what troll. Come on, you know what trolling is. I really don't. You put a little motor in the back of your boat and you go real slow and you catch fish. That's I, what I know trolling. that kind of trolling, but I don't think that's what they mean. 
it's what you're in the basement. That's what you that we are. You're in the basement. You're the troll. You're the basement troll. Hey, we got to take a break. It's true, I am. <laughs> it's 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 seven seventeen. Westplex one hundred seven point one. It is BS in the morning. I am S. She is B. And we have a website, bsinthemorning.show. Shelly, uh, unfortunately, Brad? a great radio guy is retiring. Tom Joyner. Uh, J-O-Y-N-E-R. Uh, Tom is an interesting guy. Been in radio business quite some time. I think he was in St. Louis on his syndicated show for a while on uh, 95.5 or The Beat or one of the uh, black stations. Can't remember which one he was on. Uh, Tom, Tom Joyner is an extremely talented guy, but... Um, and me sort of indirectly involved in something that happened to Tom. And uh, this will give you an idea of how things have changed technically in the radio business. Tom worked for, at the time, this is going back in, the, I guess, the mid-'80s, uh, Tom worked for a station in Dallas. Really, uh, he was the number one jock at, 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 in the Dallas market, okay? And it was owned by, at the time, it was owned by a company called um, Gannett which is the newspaper business, which used to own Channel 5. Then they spun off Channel 5 and a new, vision, a new company called Tegna, which is like Gannett backwards or some weird stuff like that. Anyway, they wanted Tom to also do afternoons in Chicago. And go like, well, how's he going to do both? He flew every day. Every day, he would get off the air at his show in Dallas, doing 6 to 10 in the morning. He had a standing reservation. I think he flew United every day, every single day, Monday through Friday. He'd get off the air. He'd go to the airport. He'd get on a plane. He'd fly to Chicago, and he'd do afternoons in Chicago. And then after he got off the air at 6 o'clock in the afternoon, uh, in the evening in Chicago, he'd get back on a plane and fly to Dallas. Next day, Tuesday, do his morning show in Dallas, get off the air at 6 o'clock or 10 o'clock, jump on a plane, Fly to Chicago, get to Chicago, you know, one, one o'clock in the afternoon, get to the radio station, do his afternoon shift, two to six. Can you imagine that? Well, that's basically a full-time job. Well, but but the interesting thing about it was... And he's probably getting better traction flying than driving in Chicago. Uh, you know, you might have a point. He might It might be quicker for him to drive from Dallas to... to or fly from Dallas to Chicago. Well, he's probably flying into love. No, I think he. I think he flew in O'Hare. I, because no, not I, Love. Love is Texas. Yeah, yeah. No, he was flying Midway. You're talking Midway, which is the, yes, the Southwest yes, Airport. I don't think he about. did. I think he was on United. And what was interesting was, uh, you know, the show. I think it's still on the air on CBS. Forty eight hours. Yes. Okay. Originally, I don't know if you know how that show started. And and somewhere, you can you could probably find this on the internet now. I used to actually I recorded it years ago. The show Forty Eight Hours was originally. Um, uh, run by uh, what was the guy? The guy on CBS. Uh, the guy was sort of goofy. Uh, the network uh, Dan Rather. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and what Forty Eight Hours was? What they did was they took Forty Eight Hours and they gave you a slice of life. That was how the show originally was. They gave you Forty Eight Hours in someone's life or in an incident's life or something like that. And one of the uh, the features that they had, one of the, I think it was one of the very first shows they did was about Tom Joyner. And they showed him at like getting up in the morning at like 4.30 in the morning, you know, taking a shower. And then they showed him going to the radio station in Dallas. And then they showed him leaving the station in Dallas and getting on the plane. And he knew he, he, you know, he had, actually had the same seat every day. So they had, you know, he had a standing reservation. And I, I can't remember if he flew first class or not. Anyway, the, everybody knew him. You know, everybody knew him at the gate. Hey, Tom, how you doing? You know, and then he'd get to Chicago. He'd come off the flight. Hey, Tom, what's going on? And... 
And this was before the, all the different little, you know, doodads and gizmos we have now. And yeah. the reason that I was sort of remotely involved in this was the guys here in St. Louis, a um, guy by the name of my old buddy, Jeff Andrew, um, worked on this project. And then um, um, Dave Obergainer, uh, who was the chief engineer at the time at uh, the old 93.7 where J.C. Corcoran worked. They worked on this new satellite system, and it was called a VSAT satellite, VSAT, V-S-A-T, which meant very small aperture terminal. And essentially, this was, uh, you know, like groundbreaking stuff in the 80s where it was satellites, but very, very small dishes. You didn't have to have the, the big 10, 12, you know, 14-foot dish, small dish. And what they did was ultimately they put in a system, a complete uplink, downlink system at each of their stations. So ultimately, it got to the point where Tom... After doing this for a couple years, they worked on the satellite system, and they came up with the satellite system, and Tom was able to do his show from Dallas, or he could do it the other way around. Like, let's say he was in Chicago, and he didn't want to go home that night. He could essentially stay in Chicago that day and go to the radio station, and they would put him up on the satellite, and he would do his show from Chicago into Dallas. But for like a couple years, he flew every day. And... uh now it's to the point where, you know, you and I can be uh, halfway across the world and very easily talk to each other, broadcast quality audio with relatively you know, little equipment. But back then it was like, you know, that was like pre, well, it wasn't pre-internet because the internet was around then. But still, it was like, uh, you know, like groundbreaking stuff. Think about where we've been in the last 30, 40 years. Things that... It's, it's, been, it's been a journey. Yeah, yeah. So, so it's sort of sad to see Tom. And the reason he's quitting is... He had this He's going to come back as a radio consultant. Well, no, 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 no. It's it's it, okay. This is one of these stories that I'm going to tell it this way, and some people are going to go, "Oh, that guy's got a tough life. I wouldn't. I, you know, I can't believe he's doing that." The article I read, why he was retiring, was that they kept cutting his salary in half. Okay. When he first started doing this national syndicated show, after he left the station in Dallas and Chicago, he started doing a nationally syndicated show. And they paid him $14 million a year. And the next year when they, or next contract renewal wasn't the next year, it was like three or four years. They go, eh, we can't afford $14 million anymore. So we're going to have to cut you in half. So we're going to pay you $7 million a year. And so that contract went for several years. And they go, eh, we can't afford $7 million a year. We can only pay you $3.5 million a year. And that's what he was working when he retired from the show, which is like his last couple of days, because he didn't want to get his salary cut in half. So I'm thinking to myself, no, hold on a minute, no. $14 million, they came in and say, Brad, we're going to have to cut your salary in half seven. Oh, my God. I don't know how I'm going to live in $7 million a year. And then, you know, three or four years later, you know, uh, Brad, we're only paying you three and a half million. Oh, three and a half million. I don't know. Is that tough life or what? Well, you know, people grow into the amount of money that they make. Yeah, but still, I mean, if someone, if you were making $10 million a year and the boss called you in and said, Shelly, uh, times are sort of tough here at the radio station. Uh, we're only going to pay you $5 million from now on. And you'd go like, oh, God, I don't know if I can live on $5 million a year, right? Um, <laughs> I mean, I could live on $5 million a year. <laughs> But well, when you're used to making $14 million for uh, how many years? Yeah, but come on. you know. I I'm mean, just saying. I mean, you th- know, you grow into your lifestyle. Hmm. Okay. I, 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 to me, I'm sort of, I scratch my head on that one because I'm thinking to myself, you know, I mean, if they cut me down to a million dollars a year, I'd still go like, yeah, I don't know. It's going to be tough, but oh, I can do it. 
You know. I know, me too. But <laughs> um, he's going to come back as a radio consultant. No, no, no. He's going to. It's gonna, just like FAA people, when they retire, they come back the next day as a contractor. Hmm, hmm, hmm. That's true. When I, when I retire, I'm going to come back as a steel-belted radio. <laughs> You're never going to retire, Brad. Yeah, that's right. 728. Westplex 107.1. She's always talking. She'll never stop. And this is the reason why. Kind of like you. You never <laughs> stop talking. Listen to you. Listen to you. <laughs> and I thought I thought we were friends. We're not friends anymore. We you're mad are at me? friends, Brad. I'm we're, sorry. We're, I couldn't help myself. You walked right. right into that. I walked right into that. Well, you know what? I what you you I didn't walk into it. You walked into it because do you know how that song, uh, you know how that song started? I do not. They recorded our show one morning and <laughs> I said something that Shelly didn't like and she she got upset with me, and she said, Calm down. Calm down. So Katy Perry thought, wow, what a great way to put that into a song. Calm down. Calm down. Indeed. <laughs> See, so we're, we're making our mark on the, on the world <laughs> by our, our lovely little show, <laughs> and we're making people smile, sometimes roll their eyes. So no, we're, um, we're giving, and, and now we're in, in inviting songs. I mean, we're, we're giving I'm, we're giving them the OK we are just symbol, making ripples all over the place. Yeah, we're we're giving them the OK symbol. Hey, OK, which is now you can't use it. I anymore. still think that's BS. <laughs> Did you look at it? It's on my Facebook page. I, it's no. funny. I had a couple calls on that. I, well, I had a call and I had a text. People were going like, "Are you serious? That's a racist symbol now. You can't like OK somebody. No, that's white power. OK, it's not OK anymore. It's white power." Can you believe yeah, it? Well, I mean, you know, but what's BS. funny, you know, we, we should start something like that. We should start something like, like, hello. Well, that means really that you're going to hell. Oh. <laughs> so if, if you so, say hi, if you, if, if, if you say hi to someone, they say, hello, you're going like, I can't believe you said that. You're telling me I'm going to hell. Oh, and oh. I'm, I don't want to go to hell because I'm oh. a good person. Oh, oh, hell, oh. hell, hello. <sighs> hell. Oh, <sighs> You know, the, 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 what's funny is if you go back, oh, my God, yesterday, you're not going to believe this, talking about this. I heard this guy talking about how, um, how upset their uh, bunch of people are because the number, I think the number one or the number two show on streaming, the show that's been streamed the most, guess what show it is? It's not, it's not currently on TV, but it was a big hit on TV. But it's not currently on TV. I guess it's in reruns, but it's not. They're not making any more of them. And, and it's a podcast. Well, no, it's on. It's on. Uh, it's on Netflix. They were talking about this. This is like the oh, okay. the number yeah. one or number two streamed. I can't remember if it's the number one or number two stream show on Netflix. Take a guess. Four, uh, six, six people, two guy, three guys, three gals. They live in New York City. Friends. They, yes. Okay. And <laughs> I swear, I I couldn't believe this guy. He was saying that how horrible it was that that show so popular because it has all these racist and sexist overtones and and all the other overtones because who who's the gal that Courtney Cox what's what what character does she play? I, I don't know. I think Rachel. Okay. I don't know. Well, I, don't, I I honestly don't know. The backstory on her was that she used to be real heavy. And they make fun of her all the time because of the fact that they, they he, he mentioned one episode where they talked about they got some pies and they were not going to put them in the refrigerator because if they put them in the refrigerator, she would eat them and get fat again. 
you know, and he's like, oh, and look, they're talking about her, her body image and how they're making fun of her because they couldn't put pies in the refrigerator and how, how there's, there's, there's homophobic overtones to the show and there's racial insensitivity and there's hardly any black people in the show. And when they go in New what York. What about Seinfeld? And it was <laughs> well, but, uber popular. Well, I'm going like, okay, whatever. You know, I mean, you know, I mean, it's to the point now, can we do, I mean, you know, I mean, what, what are we going to say about Donald Duck? He doesn't wear any clothes. Neither does, or Mickey Mouse wears like a little, but Donald Duck doesn't wear any clothes, right? Donald Duck wears a shirt and no pants. That's right, a shirt and no pants. <laughs> we can't have that anymore, can we? No, no. but he wears a hat. He wears a hat. But no pants. <laughs> you know, in so many cartoon characters, you go like, okay, you know, like, uh, like okay, that's interesting. You know, it's sort of like watching those goofy TV commercials on on TV for with the bears and toilet paper. I know. I miss. I miss Mr. Whipple. They need to bring him back. I mean. I mean. I'm thinking to myself. Okay. So. <laughs> I mean, but in, realistically, how do you talk about toilet paper without? Well. <laughs> I mean, to make it appealing to people to buy that brand. I don't. You know. But but see here once again. Here's the problem. I can tell you the commercial. I can't tell you the brand. I don't know the brand. Do you know the brand? Charmin. Oh, is that what it is? Is it yeah. Charmin? Is the Charmin in, in the Bear in the Woods thing? Yeah. Please don't squeeze the Charmin. I don't. Well, but see, see, I remember that from the Mr. Whipple because he said, "Please yeah. don't squeeze the yes. Charmin." You know, it, you know, we talk about this. You and I talk about this, and we had the pleasure of going down to talk to uh, James Sinclair. Um, was it last yeah, year? Yeah, was. It, that was lovely. And 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 then his advertising guy, and his advertising guy is a real, 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 real big internet guy, and he came out and said. The internet has has killed branding because in card, you know, everybody's like, I'm going to the lowest price. I want the lowest price. And, you know, it could be it could be Joe Schlock Motors where come on in and you know what? We're going to take every penny you got and we're going to give you the world's worst service, but we're going to give you the lowest price. And that was sort of the point he was making, that people still buy, especially big ticket items like cars, they buy things because they want to buy it from someone who, if there's a problem, will stand behind it a warranty issue or just, you know, any kind of an issue. Like, you know, the thing with like the used cars, Dave Sinclair, if it's not right, we'll make it right free. Okay. You know that if you buy a used car from one of the Sinclair dealerships, that if there's a problem developed, they'll take care of it for you. Okay. That's what they do. And that was the point he was saying that everybody's gotten away from branding and it's gotten to the point where everybody's just price, 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 price. And he said that, that, that the pendulum will swing back the other way. The people will go like, okay, I don't really care. I, you know, I do want a low price, but you know, I want to get it from someone who you know, is reliable and will be there from a week from Tuesday, you know? which is sort of interesting. Yes. And then, which ah, is a struggle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know what? what? We're here to help you navigate the struggle, right? Shelly and I. Shelly yes, and I. Yes, that is absolutely and you, correct. You will take care of you no matter what. I'm like a politician. I'm going to give you $1,000 a month. I'm going to give you a free car, free health care, free place to live, free vacations. You'll get you'll get uh, you'll get 26 week vacation every year, um, you know. And if you get sick, you'll get uh, two years of pay, you know. No questions asked. Vote for me. Well, I I would vote for you. <laughs> Who wouldn't? <laughs> Seven forty one. Westplex one hundred seven point one. Playing that song for my niece Christy. Yes, Christy loves every That's time. That's her favorite song, isn't it? <laughs> no, she hates that song. <laughs> I know she does. <laughs> I don't think I don't think she knew I switched radio stations, but when I was on KSLQ, she used to call me Uncle Brad. 
I hate that song. Stop playing that song. That's kind of cute, actually. Yeah, well, she's a school teacher, so, you know, she doesn't like that. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, well. Yeah, I think she's I think she's going to retire soon. How old is she? 33. <laughs> she's not going to retire. <laughs> she's got her 15 years in or something like that. So isn't it time to retire? No, I think it's 30. Uh, you know what I forgot to do? I got to ring the bell this morning. Yes, you know what? Tisky, Salvation. Tisky, tisky. Salvation Army, they need your help. The bell ringers are out there. Uh, you know what? This is going to be a tough season for them. Short, short season because of uh, Thanksgiving being so late. And also Monday and Tuesday, not a lot of people out on the road, especially Monday. I told the story about how I had to find a place that was open Monday night to eat dinner. Ended up at the casino. Me and three guys. <laughs> that was it. It was literally, I went to the, you know, you know, ever been to the sports bar there at the casino, Maristar? I have. Yeah, it was me and two other guys at the bar, and that was all that was in the place. I mean, we had the place to ourselves, and it was sort of nice. You know, actually, I haven't eaten there in a long time, and the burger was really good. I have to go back there and have an, I mean, you know, I mean, it was. You it, are a burger aficionado. Oh, man, it was, it was like, it, you know, they've changed their menu around. I can remember eating there before. It was like, eh, it was okay. And I go, in, okay, fine. You know, I ordered a burger and French fries. The French fries were really good, and the burger was excellent, and it was big, too. I mean, like, you know, probably like a half-pound burger. So, have to go back there again. Um, they don't advertise with this, though. You know what, though? You know, I remember when they first opened the casino, and it was always packed. And all of them. And to me, it just seems like if you go, and I don't go that much anymore. And You know you know me. I'm not a gambler. But you know the interesting thing about this? And, Shelly, I know you're a smoker, and I get it, you know. Uh, but there are people who are non-smokers. I know people who won't set foot in one of the casinos because of the smoke. And it was interesting because I, I got in the parking garage on the fourth level, got in the elevator, came down, the doors open, whew, hit you right in the face, smoke. You know, and it's and, and there weren't a lot of people. How there. is that possible? Because they don't allow smoking. They only allow smoking in the casino itself. It goes all over the place, though. You know, I mean, just like remember in the old days, we used to go to like like used to go to the movies. and There was the smoking and the non-smoking sections. Like, okay, let me think about this for a minute. Do they put like a big wall up between the two sections? No. So if you're over in the right smoking and I'm over in the left non-smoking, guess what? Your smoke's going to drift over and you know be in my place. Just like if you have a house, if your house catches fire, you know, just like that part that poor Target store down in Chesterfield Valley. There, you know, yeah. that guy that went and whatever set happened the, with that. I, well, you know, if you know the story, the guy went in and set a fire in the Target store as a diversion because yeah. then he went up and robbed what the jewelry counter at Macy's or something like that yes, you know, did. it's like it's like okay what the hell I mean you know, think about that for a minute Th- talk about people who don't really give a rip about anybody else he starts a fire in a store you know you know which and once again that fire could have gotten out of control could it could have could have killed people correct you know I mean could usually it's a bank they started fire in well I mean he, I mean he, you know once again he doesn't give a rip about anybody it's all about him so he starts a fire in in the target store drives up to the Macy's you know because f- think about it you know they you know they're all the police cars are heading down to you know in the valley down to the target store and you know and all the fire department and you know and he's you know and he's up at the the Macy's store robbing the place uh, but anyway, the idea being is that they they closed the store. Remember the and they had the, they they took every single piece of merchandise out of the store and had a clean store. Same thing happened. I don't know, 10, 12 years ago at the Schnook store in Washington, where they had a um, um, a uh, compressor in one of the freezers that uh, that you know that that caused a fire, a very minor fire, but it was a smoky fire. They completely 
threw away every single item in that store. They went through and they cleaned every single surface. They repainted the walls, you know, scrubbed the floors, uh, threw all the stuff away, completely restocked the store. What must have that cost? You know what I'm thinking? Think about that it's for a minute. It's called insurance, Brad. Yeah, but still, they're out of business for a couple of weeks. You know, the place is shut down. You know, I mean, that like with the Target store, I mean, they were closed for what, week, week and a half? Something like that? In in the Christmas season? Think of the money they lost. And I know some people are going to, well, Target's a big company. They can afford to lose money. Yeah, but there are people that you know were out of work. I don't know if they laid them off or what the deal was, but, you know, sad situation. And some goof who's going to start a fire so he can go rob a jewelry store. Makes you wonder, doesn't it? And things that make you go, hmm. What, what was that again? I'm not going to say it. What was that again? Um... Um, um, oh, you're such a man child. You never fail to dis- to not disappoint. Oh, you know what we didn't do this morning? We didn't do the anniversaries and birthdays. Oh, please don't. Really? The man's like 42 now. Stop it. <laughs> Hugh's 42? Is that what you're saying? Hugh is 42. <laughs> We're going to take a break. We'll be right back. Westplex 107.1. Call me, maybe. Just call me. That's going to do it for a BS in the morning. Except for late for dinner. Don't call me late for dinner. That's the dinner bell, isn't it? No, that's the Salvation Army. (laughs) That's the Salvation Army (laughs) bell. That's the Salvation Army bell. Uh, It is time for us to tell you once again, you hear that sound? Salvation Army bell. Put some money to the kettle. Help out people that you never know. It might be your neighbor. It might be someone in your family. It might be you that needs help someday. So I guess you can sort of pay it forward by putting some money in the kettle. Well, that's going to do it for uh, BS in the morning. Shelly, time for you to introduce... The most... um, What is it? (laughs) The most um, famous man in St. Charles steps up to the microphone and says... And the kids used to come up and reach in the pool and rub my leg down so it was straight and then watch the hair come back up again. You're so wrong on so many levels. I'm not doing that again. I say that every day, and every day I do that. But <laughs> Now the most important man in St. Charles County steps to the microphone and says... Hey, people, your mom called. She says to call Extreme Electrical for your residential, commercial, or industrial needs. Give us a call, 636-925-2988, or on the web at ExtremeElectricalSTL.com. 296 <laughs> people.